Josh, you've just bought a house recently, Sam, haven't you? Sam, I did. But not in the Ballarat region. No, I didn't. But if you were in the Ballarat region. Sam, the only place I'd be going is Jealous Craig Ballarat. Why is that? Because they're just good people. They are good people. They're we know a few to, of them. Sam, they're here to help. They are very much here to help, whether you're buying, selling, trying to rent. Yeah. Uh, they're there to help you because they're integral. They're integral. They're full of integrity. Exactly right. And then we love integrity and we love buying, selling or renting from people with integrity. Josh, they really sort of represent what Ballarat is. All right. They represent the diversity of Ballarat, yep. the creativity and the innovation of Ballarat. I actually walked past their office building the other day. Beautiful. It is a good looking office yeah. building. Even if you're not buying, go in there. Yeah, just go have a look at <laughs> it. It's unreal. Just go knock on the door, say, Matt. Come on, let me in. Let me in. Let me in, Matt. I just want to look inside. But then you might be like, let me in the housing market. Yeah, exactly. And they'll be very, very, very welcoming <laughs> of you if you want to get in the housing market. Sam, go to that Jealous Craig. Jealous Craig, Ballarat. Josh, you know what's unreal? Yeah. When our beautiful readers, listeners, subscribers, mm. Instagram followers, yep. no, uh, Instagram community, community, yeah. write in. We're not a cult. No, we're not a, we're not a cult. Uh, they write into the letter to the editor, mm-hmm. us being the editor, unusual being the newspaper. Um, we've had a couple of these this year. So there's one that really took my attention this week, Josh. Yep. We had a, a fabulous uh, entry into Letter to the Editor from uh, Owen. We won't say his last name. Yeah. Um, but he got me thinking, mm-hmm. all right? Would you like me to go? Would you like me to read or you read? Oh, I'm happy for you to read. Don't know if this is the format to vent on, but since you boys were running the impromptu backpackers, I was wondering your biggest pet peeves of living with someone else. Now, Owen, this is – the place and the format to vent. Air your dirty laundry, Owen. I'm in a share house and bloody hell. If someone leaves an empty toilet roll on the hook one more time instead of refreshing it, friendships may be tested. Dishes, excess water on the floor after a shower, soaking pans for two weeks, ECT, etc. Would love to know your experiences. Okay, he's come to us with his grievance and his grievance is heard. I was thinking about this one. Do yep. you know, how old are these people? Because there's always room for learning in life. There is. So I think this – if these are people – if these are um, Sharehouse veterans, I'd be very upset. But if they are new to Sharehouse living, this is where Owen now becomes the, the – master. The master. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. He needs to the teach, house industry. He needs to teach Daniel's son mm-hmm. uh, what cr- to do around the, the, the house. Yeah. Yep. Um, look, they're all all those uh, problems that Owen has listed, they're all extremely valid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all experienced this with yep. housemates that we might have lived with, uh, <laughs> especially the, the dishes sitting in the sink for a long time. Now, that is something that I've probably had to learn um, over over my time. Yep. It's something now that I don't understand. One of – do you remember when we did this? Go on. So when Hamish McGuinness, who we lived yes. with, um, he was leaving his – Pans. I don't know what he was doing in America. He was living in share houses everywhere. They must have been a bit filthy. Yeah. But he was leaving like pans and like a few things at the start of the day in the kitchen and they'd be there for like a few days. Yeah. And one day I, we both sort of lost it a bit. We did. And, of course, behind his back because we are 
spineless and we'll talk about him behind his back. But, but we, we can't say anything. We, <laughs> we are, are cowards. cowards. And we decided to – the best course of action, Sam, was to actually put the to, the um, cooking utensils, the plates, whatever he used, into his bed, yep. into his freshly made bed. Yeah. And that – do you know what? We may have been a bit dodgy on that. A bit brutal. But that's – he learned his lesson. He did. And, Sam, I've learned my lesson before um, – but you've got to learn by doing. You do. Okay. You definitely do. Now, if if anyone wants to write in uh, and tell us what pisses them off the most about living in a share house and the things that their housemates might do around the house, mm. um, there's one, Josh, that was about the empty toilet roll. Oh, that's now, pathetic. Now, that's one that, that probably gets at a lot of people yeah. because the toilet roll is something that we all need. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing worse than when you're at home or in a toilet mm-hmm. and you need toilet paper mm-hmm. and you go for the toilet paper mm-hmm. and there's no toilet paper yeah. but an empty roll. Mm-hmm. You cannot put cardboard on your anus because yeah. it would hurt a lot. Yeah, so there's plenty of things here that I can definitely relate to. Uh, excess water on the floor after showers, something that I've – Definitely do. Uh, soaking pants, yes, we've, we've discussed that. Owen, oh, thank you very much for writing in. Uh, Josh. Yes. There's always headlines that grab our attention. Yep. And a few have grabbed your attention this week. And you seem to think that they don't make much sense or you want me to guess what, no, the, he- uh, what the story look, is. Look, these do make sense. Now, by the way, I found a new um, – and I know this probably – would rub some people the wrong way. But the Mirror at UK is a great site to find out some really interesting and weird stuff that goes on. There's some So there's some from our past we found out that um, your, your mum – what was the guy with the DNA test? He His mum was, his, was his, getting it on with the uncle. That's right, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So here is a headline. Sam, I want you to decipher it. And, get, and I have and to guess, guess it. And guess, guess it. what the story is. Yeah. Okay. Woman confronts co-worker for bringing inappropriate food to office for lunch. Sam, what is this about? Inappropriate food. Now, what I That's go what to- I'm more asking. Go, go, what I go to straight away is I've been uh, confronted before with fellow workers about having tuna cans. So I think it's going to have to be something that has sort of a really strong odour yeah. associated to it. So I'm thinking uh, like a fish yep. of some sort, yep. a tuna, a yep. salmon, um, anchovies, yep. something along those lines. Which one are you going to go potentially with? potentially it was like left in the fridge and what one are you going to go with? I'm going to go with like a, a can of tuna. Sam, it was tuna. Really? Right? So it was a tuna salad. One of the new employees at my work confronted me recently for bringing the tuna salad to work because she can smell it when she enters my office. So not even in office. It's when she's doing a drive-by. Yeah. To be clear, the smell doesn't waft into the public spaces, but when she's dropping off papers or telling me something, she can smell it. Wow. All right. Sam, I remember going into a new staff room. And do you remember going to a new workplace? Absolutely, I do. And I went, I just doubled down on it straight away. I knew I shouldn't be bringing in tuna because everyone's eyes start to roll and especially shouldn't be bringing boiled eggs in. No. I'm a big boiled egg man. You are a big are boiled you? Yeah, big boiled egg man. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, people hate it. Oh, yeah. Do they not? It. They hate it and uh, they hate just the absolute stench that it can provide at times. 100%. Now, Sam, here's another headline. Please go. 
A worker has shared their shock online after opening the communal refrigerator at work and being greeted with a seriously unusual lunch. Unusual. Yes. So think about, you know, you're walking into your office. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's been three or four hours now. We haven't had lunch. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you – you know that you've got your little pasta there or risotto from the night before. Oh, okay, so you're walking in, you're going – you've got, you know, your chest out, you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've had a good call with the boss. It's delicious. Okay, this is going to make the risotto taste even better. Mm, my mouth okay, better. so we're going to go into the fridge. We're going to open the fridge. All oh, we want to see is yeah. our pasta or risotto. Yeah. What do you see that's unusual? A half-eaten apple. <laughs> I think someone has left a half-eaten apple or half-eaten sandwich uh, or some sort of like – Canned soup, half half. Done. So you're going with the half. I'm so going you're just with going half. with the person that's coming back tomorrow for the for the second sec for the encore. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of which, just yeah. quickly to sidetrack, yeah. I actually am related to someone who does that mean I am? Yeah, you are as well. Yeah. I'm not going to divulge her name, but uh, she used to preserve her cans of soft drink know, by putting a. Teaspoon in the soft drink, having a few sips, and then wanting it the next day, and then putting the end of the spoon, like the skinny end of the spoon, into the drink and having it the next day. Well, I was always, and when I tested it, that belongs on Mythbusters. Sometimes I tested it and I was like, no, this is, did it work? No, it was flat. No, close attack. No, absolutely so flat. But, Sam, what is it that's in that? So you think half-eaten something. Half-eaten something. Sam, it's a crab. Okay. So a, a live full, crab? Full mud crab. Okay. Like a, you know, they've, cooked, they've cooked the lunch. They've cooked it the night before Yum. and brought it in for lunch, Yum. like fully shelled. So Yum. they're going to have to de-shell the, the crab. Yeah. Okay. So weird or not weird? Uh, a bit strange Sam, to bring to work. Sam, that's fucking bit strange to bring to work. Like it's a messy meal. It's not a it's not a meal you eat quickly or cleanly. No, uh, as you know, pulling apart a crab. No, as you know, as I know very well. Why? Josh, because in Bali, yes. Okay, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, mm. but in Bali on um, our holidays last year, we were with a big group of friends, and uh, we sort of had a, a bit of a, a would you call him the ringleader, the alpha dog? Yeah, almost. Well, we likes to think he is Brett Long. Uh, he was the one that. Always sort of when we're having dinner, he was the one that like got everyone's orders. How good's this? We're doing how good's this. this. We're like, going, we're going like, here. How good's this? We're going to a yeah. What's it called? A warong. Yeah. So Frankie, the the surf guy, no, the no, instructor. Yeah, yeah. So we're going at this time, this time, yeah. this time. Be here, be here. We're like unbelievable organised. I remember Brett's face when he was like, when we'll finish the surf, and we're like, yeah, yeah Frankie's going to take us to this little warong. You know, a couple of nazi gorings. Yeah, but can you tell like, people what the warong is? Yeah, I think so it's, it's like, like a backstreet. A backstreet Indonesian sort of restaurant Fifty that, cents. that might cost you two bucks yeah. to feed yourself. Yeah. So, but good, like yeah. Nazi, Migrang, like whatever it might be. Really sort of embracing the culture, culture. that you're in. Yeah. And so I'm like, shit, yeah, like absolutely right. want this so right. badly. And we sort of rock up and so Frankie, for everyone that doesn't know, was a, the surf guide and yeah. a local knowledge man um, who also had a counterpart. Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Um, so they were local Balinese lads. And they took us and we were like all in like our surf, like board shorts, singlets, like wet, all that sort of stuff. And they, we walked into this like really good looking restaurant and it was a Chinese <laughs> restaurant and probably the best restaurant we had gone to the whole trip. <laughs> and I could just see like 
something wasn't something was a bit amiss with the communication between Brett and and Frankie. It's definitely, wires were crossed. Yeah, wires were crossed, and I, I could just and Brett wasn't happy to to be the ringleader in this ordering. No, so he said, shot. "Who's going to take yeah. Who's going to take responsibility here?" And I said, "Yep." I'll do it. No worries. I'm I'm the next in charge. No worries at all. And I get everyone's order. Like I'm, you know, we'll have this. We'll have this. We'll have this. Frankie, what's good? What's any, good? Any veggies? Any any like? And Frankie's like pointed to like the crab, and I'm like, all oh, right, the crab. Like it must be bloody good if he wants if we if he's saying to have the crab. Mm-hmm. And we didn't read the menu at that time. Mm. And the crab comes out, and it's like a KFC. Uh, Mate. You know, eleven herbs and spices just dipped in uh, with with crab. Yeah, basically. So it's bloody delicious. It was unreal. Like I really liked it, but, but hard to decide. Hard, hard to to devour it because of, it was so. Um, I suppose it tricky. It was tricky and it was very shelly. So you know, Frankie and Jimmy were bloody loving it. You and I were enjoying it, but the others weren't loving it as much and just weren't weren't bothered with weren't the, it with the. Um, Effort it took to to have the crab. So then you go up, and then I go up because you can't split the bloody bill, and it was easily the most expensive meal that fourteen of us had had by far. It ended up being ninety dollars a head, or something along those lines, um, for this lunch, and we got well and truly stitched up. And Frankie ended up with a spare crab uh, to, to go. Yeah, in the boot. He put it in the boot. in the boot and in thirty like, degree not, weather. Work, yeah, we're not working in Antarctica here. No. This was like hot, humid weather. Like that is going to stink the boot out. Yeah, and, you know, it's always a tough one being the one that has to pay for it all. And I, yeah, you, yeah. And Especially honestly, me. I reckon Brett, who, like, loves Frankie. He was off him. He was off Frankie He was off him. He was, off him. he was very much off him that day, and rightfully so. 100%. He double-crossed him. Yeah. Um, Frankie, if you're listening, hope you enjoyed the crap. Josh, Click On Rentals has come on as a supporter of the podcast. Sam, you know what Click On Rentals is? It's a furniture and appliance rental business servicing Melbourne and surrounding suburbs. And Sam, most importantly... Regional Victoria. Regional Victoria. So like out in Ballarat? Absolutely. In Geelong? In Geelong. Could be in Ballarat. Absolutely. I hope so. (laughs) What they do is they offer short and long-term rental solutions for individual items, affordable relocation packs for those that are moving to Melbourne, and property styling services to help you achieve the optimal selling price of your home. Maybe they can help us fit out this new studio a little bit, Josh. Sam, that's exactly what they're there for. They, we need some furniture. We don't want to buy it just yet, so we can rent it, short or long term. So, Josh, what can people do? They can jump on and Google search, click on rentals, yeah. or jump on their Facebook and give them a like. Absolutely. They're beautiful people. Josh, I don't know if you're paying any attention to news, a but as bit. you know, with our job mm. of being the host of the Unusual Podcast, yeah. we have to keep abreast of what's going on around the world. Did you say so, to yourself before this podcast, say, I'm going to say abreast? Yeah. No, I didn't. Did but, you? No, I didn't. Because that's it a just word came that to me. I don't reckon I've ever said. It came to me. Uh, if you're thinking at the moment, Josh, what are you thinking in terms of news around the world? What first comes to your mind? What's making news in the uh, world of Josh Bromley like Lynch? good, bad, whatever. Whatever. What comes to your mind? Mm, what comes to my mind? Oh, like anything to do with interest rates? Oh, yeah. That seems like it's a bit going on. There seems a bit going on with that. Well, we're not talking interest rates, Josh. That's boring. Good, because that's, yeah, that's boring. And a little bit depressing. So, Josh, it is now the time in American politics where uh, 
the Republican and the Democratic parties are selecting. Yeah. Uh, they're in the, the midst. Mid- midst of a an election for their own party. Yeah. So what happens over there in a very simple layman's terms is that each party has to actually have a, an election within the party yeah. to select who's going to run for president on behalf of that party. So it's huge. Like they spend millions and millions and millions of dollars just to try and get up and be elected for their party. It's yeah. very different to here in Australia, oh, yeah. I think. So even like Joe Biden, I believe, has to like run Re-elect. run for his ticket. I'm pretty sure. So that I could be wrong yeah, and I'm happy to be would. proven wrong. You probably would. So, Josh um, – the Republican Party. Yeah. Do you know who's favourite at the moment? To not Trump. Take, yeah, Trump is. Yeah. Trump is. Uh, so Trump is the the outright favourite at the moment to take the Republican Party to an election against uh, the Democratic Party. So Josh, I thought you know when you're about to announce yourself as the leader of a party to go into an election, mm. you want to you want to make a strong stance. You want to go like you want to make um, an impression. Yes, an impression, a firm impression. You, you want to be you know first impressions are the best impressions. They really are, Josh. Or the most so, important. I think that's the saying. They are. They are very much so. So what I thought was pretty funny was this guy Tim Scott, who is uh, a senator in Australia, Tim uh, in America. <laughs> Mate, that sounds like. A, an Australian. Oh, no, Tim Scott. Yeah. Tim Scott. Scott. Okay. So Tim Scott. <laughs> Tim Scott. Dunder Mifflin. Came out and this was the first thing he said in his announcement party in South Carolina. Hello, Mountain! So, Josh, that is what we like in the business call a testy pop. That sounds like you in year 11. It does. Year 11? <laughs> Try uh, five years ago. So, remember back in school when it, mate, even when I'm teaching now and a kid does a testy pop. Is it funny? Mate, because, well, we can't help, I don't laugh, obviously, no. and I don't show any emotion. No. But, mate, it's still a thing where the the – the boys will like. Like, do laugh. people still oh, get mate, shit 100%, for it? 100%. So they still give each other. Crap. Oh, 100%. And I hope that never dies. Like, because no. you can't control a testy pop. No, you can't. No. It's one of these things you can't control I, at all. Was it you that did a mass. No, I had a lot of embarrassing no, moments. No, you had, at mate, school. you were filled, like, filled full of embarrassing moments. I was like, we used to call them take a walk. Yeah. So if you had a bad call or you said something that was quite embarrassing, You'll, you would like – and no one started to laugh. Yeah. You'd, you'd just say, oh, I've got to take a walk. Mate, and people, you, would, people you, would just be like, go take a walk, Sam. Go mate, take a walk. I had some walked, horrible moments. You walked a long, long way. Well, not as bad as another presidential uh, candidate <laughs> in 2004. Yeah. Now, what I love about this guy, Josh, go his on. name is Howard Dean, another – Another interesting name, yeah. Howard Dean. Yeah. Uh, he was full of excitement and you cannot knock this man for not being excited. So he obviously didn't win. No, he didn't win. No. Okay. But this is where people thought that his chances at being the uh, head of the Democratic Party ended and come with us on the journey here. Not only are we going to New Hampshire, Tom Harkin, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. And we're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! <laughs> okay. Everything was great. Uh, 
up until oh, that point. Yeah, he got everything right. He, he got, got everything, everything right. right the passion, the end. even just the naming of places so quickly and firmly. When, when do you reckon he got to the point where he's like, I'm going to have to na- try and name every state? Uh, I mean, because was, I know he didn't name every state, no, but there would there would have been a certain point where he's like, like, Oh my god, I've got to name every state. No, you're right. You're and then, right. And then, what, then he did just like a little this weird, like a, like a scream of a a very very. Like, it was like someone was scaring yeah. a mate. It was yeah. it was like he was getting startled by something. Yeah. Um. So, Josh, I thought that was just pretty funny to look back. No, that was great from the archives. That was brilliant. Uh, please let us know if you like the audio stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, it'll help I did us. a bit of work on that. Yeah. Um. But Josh, uh, mm. another brilliant episode of. <laughs> if you don't say so yourself. <laughs> Josh, another we'll let that reasonably uh, <laughs> humorous, entertaining, fun, fun episode, and that's yeah. what we're all about here. Sam, what are you um, looking forward to this week? The weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah. What are you doing? Uh, well, no, I'm doing. Well, this is coming out on a Monday, so yeah. this weekend. Well, what are you doing next week? Uh, I've got no idea what I'm doing next week. Well, I'll be got- going down the footy. Oh, we've got our footy club ball, Josh. Oh, that's next. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. We we've got our footy club ball, which, which I'm looking forward to. We're in a suit in the desert. There's nothing quite like it. For those that don't know, we play in miles away, but it's yeah. Bloody fantastic club and we we love the place. It is. What have you learned from there? Uh I've learned that you can always be kind to people. Yeah. I think. There's great people in the country. That's what I've learned. There are. Unbelievable. You've got great like there's some great values that I reckon they've displayed. Like like you said, kindness, like care. Yep. And not like I don't know. They're just like this generosity. Yeah, there is. Yeah. There's a an appreciation for how simple they like to th- things to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like nothing's too fussy. Yeah. You know, it's just getting on with daily life. 100%. Um, but they are beautiful people yeah. up there. And it's a beautiful country up there, Josh. I've realised something that I need to, as a teacher, be better. Why? Because my kids are starting to fall asleep on me. Okay. Okay. And I don't know whether it's because it's a lack of sleep in during the night, mm-hmm. things going on. But I've grabbed some recycled cardboard because I remember what as I was a kid, getting some arts and crafts, yeah. getting them hands-on, even if they're making Egyptian boats yeah. or models of Egyptian boats or something called a um, uh, a shaduf. A shaduf. Yeah, so, Sam, Sam. So a shaduf is an irrigation system that ancient Egyptians created. Unbelievable. Right? Mate. So what are you learning about the Egyptians? Mate, shaduf. And then like, so what I say to the kids to Shut remember up. that. But no, when I say to the kids to remember that, we go, we're going to the shaduf doof. Yeah. <laughs> shaduf doof. Shaduf doof. Shaduf doof. No, Sam, learning heaps. Like, Sam, how beautiful the Nile River is. I got the kids to write a letter to the Nile River. Oh, did you? Yeah. That's like, unbelievable. Like appreciating it, like, and coming from like an ancient but, Egyptian but, perspective. But were you able to show them videos and all that sort of stuff of the, the of the Nile? Yeah, 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 for sure. But I'm also thinking like sometimes the videos are a bit boring because it's always like Nat Geo and it's that person talking. What animals like do they have that? in the Nile River? Crocodiles? Like fish and crocodiles? Crocs? Well, it goes through all of Africa. It's amazing. So it's The massive. whole way through Africa. No, no, no. It's like 6,000 Does it come – it starts up in the Mediterranean? No, right? well, it's sort of – it starts in the – 
Like, um, sorry, like Tanzania, it fades Lake out Victoria. To, it feeds out to yeah. the Mediterranean. Lake Victoria up through, yep. like, um, South Sudan, Sudan, those types of countries. Nourishes. It nourishes the lifeblood of the of Africa, Sam. And then it spurts out at the Delta yes. at uh, the Mediterranean Sea. And when you go to the Mediterranean Sea, you've got Cyprus, you've got Turkey, you've got Spain, you've yep. got Greece. You've Italy. Got, yeah, everything. Like Lebanon, all those countries. So it's like, it's amazing to think, and it's got the the Suez Canal in it, where the the, the trade route. Oh wow, yeah, that's amazing. But I am learning. I'm learning quite a lot of I'm things. Proud of you, brother. Yeah. Uh, Josh. Until next time. Shadoof <laughs> doof.